Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is episode 136. Oh, no, that's way off. No, that's way off. We're 167. Oh, yeah. Okay, I seven. literally just said it before we went on the air. I'm surprised. I, I almost made a comment like, oh, we're, we're cheating this week. I don't know why I went back, like why I said 30s. I knew it was the 60s. I was thinking 60s, but I like said 30s for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Sure, Chris. This week, we are sure. reviewing Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that that was the appropriate way to say that. All right. And uh, that will be later in the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. John. There's going to be a, a spoiler-free version, just like always. And then yes. we'll dive into spoilers after a countdown. Just, just laying off the rules, Chris. The rules. What have you been up to this week? Um. So I've been up to... Did you finish Batman? Lot. I did finish Batman. That was the one thing that I... Did you finish uh, all the DLC? I haven't finished all no. of the DLC. I have... So, so Chris, we can talk about Batman for a second. Mm. There, there were moments of that game yeah. where I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. There were things that I like, things that I don't like. But the ending, mm-hmm. I have to say, is a masterpiece. Like the the way that that game wraps up in the final, like you I know, know, like I guess probably final ten percent yeah. of the main storyline was really good. Yeah. Like really awesome. So I mean, yeah, I I don't I don't know how you, like what your your play style was. I felt that way about most of the game. I think there were some slow parts, but most of the game I liked a lot. Yeah, and um, I feel like you got you got stuck off on some like side quests like kind of things well, for a it long was, time. It was mainly the Riddler side quest. Yeah, but they were also like I guess just thematically but, like but, early in the in the game whenever like you're setting up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but there were numerous times where I was like this again. This again, and so like just just in general, um, there was like a, a couple of recurring things that happened throughout the game, and, and that that I but that, that lead me to like City better. But this is the thing; it's a masterpiece. But still, you felt like you knew what was happening, what was coming, whereas I did not. Ah, really? Yes. Hmm. There's so there, yeah, there, there was that. So like the, one of the main things that happens later on, I felt like I knew what was going to happen. And I, I in fact did know what was going to happen. And then, um, I guess like, I, like I said, there's just a couple of things very early on yeah. and, uh, that kept happening throughout where it just like, it happens and it happens again and it happens again and it happens again. And I was like, I don't know about this, yeah. but dude, the last 10% of that game <laughs> just, Boom! Like a roller coaster ride all the way up until uh, all the way up until the end. It was so much fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. so fun. A lot. I mean, I still literally like. I'm, I can't wait for you to finish the side quest so I can continue playing that game. Yeah. So it's <laughs> basically all I have left at this point is uh, I've done. I did everything on the map. I did. Yeah, you know, yeah. got the true ending. Oh, so you saw like it. the Batgirl DLC and stuff. Right. Like, so it's, that'll take hours. It's the Arkham missions that I have. I think there's like four of them. I think there's uh, the Batgirl. There's uh, the Harley stuff. Um, let me see. I think Red there's, Hood. Yeah, there's Red Hood, and then I think there's Robin yeah. as well. Um, Red Robin. So, yeah, I, I have like that stuff. And Night, then there's, there's a Nightwing thing. Is there a Nightwing thing? There's a whole thing? Gotham PD thing. Wait. John, there's a lot of stuff. Wait, 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 wait. That's crazy, Chris. Yeah, Hope, not, I mean, of, are they all like, you know, six hours of uh, each? Is no, kind of, okay. but their story, like I would say, it just kind of varies between like, so the, gotcha. the Batgirls, like I would say I spent six hours on it. Okay. Um, Harley like maybe an hour getting all the things gotcha red hood not that long um nightwing i don't know i haven't played but then like the got the the uh, villains or or whatever it's called 
Like, that one was within the, the actual storyline, so oh, I'm done with that okay. stuff. The most wanted stuff. See, that's the thing. Maybe that stuff was like... See, I those, never experienced those that. are actually amazing. Like, I really appreciated those. I wish we could just spoil this. I really fast. wish we could spoil this as well. But um, for anyone who's still we working could. their We could just through, say skip forward like five minutes. Okay, so I'm going to set a timer for okay. five minutes, Chris, and All we're right. going gonna to spoil this thing. Um, okay. So let me see. Let me get a, get a timer going here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not 25 minutes. So let's no. do five. Yes. All right, so five minutes from now. Uh-huh. We're going to actually let's do it. Make, make an Operation Countdown, Chris. Okay. It's time for the Operation Countdown. T-minus we haven't done one of these in a while. Countdown. No, we haven't. It's, but we have to go fast. But, so we have to go fast, Chris. All right, Talk so the, the biggest problem I had with the plot yep. of, the, of the entire thing was that it kept being, this person gets captured... Or and Batman has to go rescue them, and that was talking about? all the entire game was. Okay, about? so we have Oracle, we have Catwoman for the entire uh, entirety of the Riddler quest line. We have Detective Gordon for the entire ending of this thing, and then I mean it's just like throughout the entire thing, the main plot was always driven by someone getting captured but and I'll, Batman but, rescuing them. But think about it, I like that because the whole like idea was that this person is always one step ahead of Batman. Sort and of. the way you tear apart his life is by removing the people around him. Sort of. But then I like I don't Not know, it's sort just, of. It just kind of like it, it, the way the way that it came across. And I guess you're right, the isolation, you have to isolate him because in the end he has to isolate himself from even Robin or whatever. But it's like it, the the uh, the way that it comes across is just like man, all these characters that you love they're all they're all garbage. Well, even Ivy, Not like you have, you have Ivy. Well, it's like they, they can't they can't do anything to help him, and it's well, just like all true. this stuff. That's why so. these are the people you rely on. I guess, but it's just that's why I felt like City was such a stronger storyline because you used the people around Batman to to tell this crazy story and it, to bring them in. Think and, of it in terms of the arc, though. You start with Arkham Asylum, and it's very like Batman focused, but yeah. it's very detective-y. Then you have right. City, who opens up a lot, and yes, you have these huge cast of characters, and you're like doing all these things, all that kind of stuff. And then, like, Arkham Knight breaks it all back down and pulls, like, where you're just Batman and you have to do this on your own. I guess, but it's like, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't like the main, the main idea of, like, hey, let's just take all these awesome characters and then basically shove them onto the sidelines as, like, the carrot on the stick. You know, where Batman's just chasing after them for 40 hours. What uh, do you want or him to however do, long you do. But what was that? What do you want them to do? I don't know. Because the city, like I said, they integrated all of these things. They had a bunch of different things that, that culminated in the ending to um, a really satisfying story. This one had a really satisfying story as well. I guess I almost just wish it... it Almost like those moments weren't as long. This is well. This, okay, so that's a that, long but game. I, but I still take issue with how long it took you to play it. <laughs> like, I mean, that's true. And, do, and especially if the well, the most wanted missions were spurred in there. Like, because I I spent a yeah. lot of time on the side missions as it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, if those were interspersed in there, I, I think were. that's a lot of content to See, go through. And those were actually the most fun because they hearkened back to the way that that like city was organized, where yeah. it's like, hey, there's this complete opposite thing uh, yeah. that that you're gonna go and do, and then that's gonna you know either wound you or or help you out a little bit yeah. in some way i'll tell you the things um, that was I, cool i didn't like uh the, that i felt like that dragged it down were yeah. the the penguin and two-face missions because mm -hmm. those are those were literally the same every single time yeah and so like, agreed those were the things that i felt like okay this is slowing down the pace of this, this is just an obstacle in my way yeah and uh i, I 
I felt like that's that's what pulled down the story. Yeah, and a lot of like th- those were like the predator engagements, like where you're like uh, sneaking around, taking yeah, yeah. people out and stuff like that. And that really like some of those, the way that those are in this game specifically, they added more variance to them, where it wasn't yeah. like this guy spawned in the same spots every right, time. Right, right. And so it constantly became like a kind of a random like roll of the dice whether or not you're going to do well yeah. and finish it, or whether or not you're immediately going to get seen yeah. that sort of thing. So. But with the length of it, I feel like you know, like I mean, I felt like it was a perfect. It took me 40 hours to do that main thing, or 30. 30 hours to do that main thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the perfect length. Like I, and I, and I interspersed it well. I knew that I had to like do some things level my up, up like certain things before I continued on with the story. And right. So like, and I loved like the, there were slower parts was like, Hey, you're up in the blimps doing detective stuff, you know? Yeah. And like oh, that was that's cool. this whole section. And within like, there's the whole thing where they like gas the city or whatever yeah. it was, you know, cloudburst and like you're, you're stuck. That was a that wild kind of part. I think from that point on, I think that happens about like 85%. Like from that point on, everything got a little bit like, more smoothly paced yeah. for me like because at that point it's like everything else is gone you have to do the main thing right and it's just like from that point until the end it was basically just like a focused storytelling um but but think if you go through it know. right now like with just and just do the story i think that would probably be the best better. way to do this game like yeah. i mean honestly like if you just don't do any of these side side missions or whatever and just do the main thing yeah. but then again Oh, they're all there and so like you just you know you you're doing them so yeah. yeah the one thing i did want to say about the ending the ending was amazing because uh where like the joker it takes over and it's yeah. like it becomes clear oh, that man. it's like it's a joker versus batman story not a joker versus yeah. scarecrow story i was talking to fultron about this the as that day. goes um, got 10 seconds. Okay, t- full time, like whenever you turn around, everything's appearing around you and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. It's like that is just amazing that that even like could work inside that video game. So it's cool. crazy. So cool. Two, one, zero. So this is not spoilerish. No, not spoilerish at all. Did you go back and figure out how to view the ending? No. So did you watch it online? Uh, I haven't yet. John, stop the recording. Okay, so you saw yeah, so I saw that. I just okay. I, so what happened was at the at the credits, the end credits, like yeah. whenever these credits roll, and I always after what game was it, Chris? We were sitting there for like after playing like Gears of War and like doing the doing the hardest difficulty or something mm-hmm. like that one time. And there's a post credit sequence that you only get whenever you finish it at one hundred percent. And we accidentally skipped it. Mm. And so I always try to sit through all the credits, just put the controller down and like let it be. Yeah. But this time I put the controller down. Yeah. And it accidentally couch hit the b button yeah and just pfft, gone and i was like oh my gosh did i miss something but apparently i hadn't because i'd seen that no so yeah um yes so like that's that ending only happens if you finish all the road of trophies you like up yeah. until that point like the other stuff happens yeah, yeah but you don't get that part yeah and yeah. that makes a lot of sense makes yeah. a lot of sense which is amazing yeah it's very cool very cool and like i said like the end of that game psh, amazing and i think the best way to play it um is probably just to go through main storyline yeah. and uh and do it that way so my two favorite Credit sequences. Yeah? Or the experiences surrounding them. Okay. First off. Why can't I remember? <laughs> it's, There's a nice it's, long it's, pause It's getting there. late, uh-huh. and this is what happens, John. This is what happens. My brain starts turning to mush. Do you, uh, do you want me to go get like something, some, some, some coffee going somehow? Maybe. I don't know. We can, we can make a pot of coffee. A fresh pot. Yep. I'm going to post that video at stayintargetpodcast.com. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch it. Go there. Find out. Two favorite ending credit sequences. Okay. Number, number one. It doesn't have anything. These don't have anything to do with the, the actual credits. Okay. 
after I played The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. season one, I just sat there like this. Yeah. And cried. And also just sat there and thought. And then I thought about that game for another, like, probably a good 30 minutes. I just, I sat there, and then I got up, and I remember I, I leaned against my uh, counter in my kitchen, and I was, I stood there for another five, six minutes, just, like, thinking about it. I went in, laid flat on the bed, and just stared at the ceiling, thinking about it for a while. It was a wild ending, dude. I still haven't played that one. I know. I know. I so badly want you to. There are some some major gaps in my uh even in my immediate like it's not even just like my gaming past. It's like my my like the the last gen. Like that was that you could play that on my Xbox One right now, probably. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually no, they, they made Tales of the Borderlands free. Ah, uh, that's right. That's I, was, right. I said I was about to say, say I think it's free, but no, no. It's part of like the you can buy like the Telltale collection. It was on sale for like half off last christmas or something it was like every game telltale ever made yeah for like 25 dollars, and it was just like what? well i think i had it free uh like whenever it initially launched episode one or something like yeah, that was yeah. free and so like i have a little bit of it if not all of it uh at this point but i just haven't so played good, it chris dude. haven't okay. played it so uh then the other one is at the end of i think it's halo four or maybe halo three i i can't remember i think it's halo Halo 4, like whenever we sat there and it was like, that music was just amazing. That's right. Like you and I both finished it and we were playing at the same time. We're playing it here. Yeah. And you just sat there just like, whoa, this is like, this music is great. Yep. Yep. I remember. That was Halo 4, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because we played that one. Uh, it was not this house. It was the other house um, before I moved. I want to take issue with you now, John. What are you taking issue with me with, Chris? <laughs> There's a lot of things you, still, you can't you potentially still, take. You still haven't played Halo 1 or 2. I've played, wait, I've played Halo no, 2. No, no, no I have no. played Halo 3. You played Halo 3 like okay. four times. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> with Chris, different, with different people. That's the same thing as playing Halo 1 and 2. It is not. Right? No. You know, no. just playing Halo 3. Don't you 3, have the Master like Chief collection? Times. I do. I have the Master Chief collection. I do, in so fact. We have no excuse why we have not played this. This okay? is all true. Gears of War Judgment also has to be played before the new Gears of War Chris, comes out. I don't have my, like hard drive space right now, Chris. What <laughs> is taking up all that space? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. There's a lot of games. Finish Batman, then delete. That's that what off I'm trying there. to do, man. I'm trying to do it. Trying to trying to get that one chipping that one. Away. It's 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 heartening to know that it's not not all of those DLCs are going to be like six hours long too. What are you so, talking about? Like like all of the uh, the Arkham uh, the, the oh, extra no, no, stuff. No, yeah. So the but extra you, campaign. You just start start knocking those out. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just okay. going to sit down like probably this weekend. Okay. Sit down and just like bam, you know, just take care of it. We've talked about this for far too long. Yeah, it's very true. So what have you been up to this week? Oh, Chris? man, I've been up to a lot of Pokemon Go. Yes. Okay? And I got some things to talk about about it. Okay. I said about t- twice there. That's okay. Okay. About, about. Right now. I'm just going to say about No, one. my first issue is right now, I have, count them. Oh, man. It, like it's got to reload. It's going to take five minutes to reload because it's this game. I have two Pokeballs left right now, John. What? Two. You need to be hitting some poke stops. Two. Poke stops. Okay, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna go down the street to what we were talking about last swing week. Swing by the uh, swing by the uh, the church down the road. Yep, I'm going to swing by there, and I'm gonna sit there for probably I would say about thirty minutes. Yeah, that'll give me enough poke balls, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hit what up, I did, I was running low last week, and uh, should and I get out and sit there? I don't want to get out of my no, car. Don't get right? out of your car. It's, then it's I can only nighttime, get, bro. Then, don't then get out of your car. Then I can only get hit. Then I can only get two. 
No, no, you can get three, but I guess not How? all at the same. You have to drive a little I bit. I don't want to like, do park that. in two different spots. That's, you know my car. So what's really, <laughs> what's really funny is uh, on whatever day, like I guess it was Thursday last week, so a week ago, I was running low uh, on Wednesday night, running low on Pokeballs. And then so for my for my tempo run, like I was doing like mile repeats, mm-hmm. and there's a, a Pokestop, two Pokestops that is like a mile and maybe a little bit between each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally like during the 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 minute break that I had in between my my mile repeats, I would pull out my phone, hit the Pokestop, put it away, run again, you know? So it was it was part of the process. And I ended up getting like a hundred Pokeballs in the amount of time that That's I amazing. did. So it was it was a good time. This is the thing. Like I for a while there I was resisting like um, anything that wasn't a Pokemon, I really like a new Pokemon. Yeah. Then I was like, I need to level some of these guys up. Right. And then like all these things keep popping up and I don't have time to go to a Pokestop. And right. whenever I would, they would just give me potions and, you know, just crazy stuff like that. And uh, I got to the point where it was like, well, man, I'm way far down here. I keep running into Pokemon that I need. So out of Pokeballs, I'll get that taken care of. Here's the other thing I want to talk about. Where's your Pokedex at? What? Just, just, just to ask my Pokedex. Yeah, what's your Pokedex? Um, whoops. Mine is currently at caught fifty-eight, scene sixty. Caught forty-one, scene forty-two. Nice. There's what? a there's what a wiggly tough in the area, Chris. What did I not catch? Oh, I didn't catch that the weeping bell. That oh. thing got away from me. Okay, so the other thing is, number one, we uh, we talked about a little last week, but number one. Say you were just starting out this game. Apparently, you can get Pikachu That's at right. the beginning if you walk away from the initial Pokemon four times, yeah. and then Pikachu will appear in front of you. Yep. As in like an homage to Pokemon Yellow. It's pretty amazing. Okay, so if you haven't started yet, or if you were looking to start a new character on a new account or something like that, and you want Pikachu, walk away four times. Yeah. And that will happen. Here's the other thing. You can, you can um, cause Eevee... To evolve into the evolution that you want. That's right. And I want to explain how to do that real fast. Yeah. It was it was genius. Whenever we found it out, whenever we like were looking online, I was just like, that is amazing. I know. You'd already gotten them already by chance yeah. at that point. Yeah, just just by happenstance, I got them one, two, three. But it was I've, amazing. I've been testing it out. And so like what you do is you rename them um, in order to evolve into Jolton, you rename it Sparky. In order to uh, evolve into Vaporon, you uh, name it Rainer, and evolve it into Flareon, you name it Pyro. I will post all these at standtargetpodcast.com. You can go there if you forget that. I've tested it out, John. It works, and I have the last Eevee to evolve right now. So the cool thing about like uh, what significance that has and where they're pulling some of this from, there's an episode in, I think, season like three – of uh of, of Pokemon, the Pokemon of the show, um, is whenever they were, I do believe it was is in the Indigo League or whatever, but they uh they encounter the Eevee brothers. And the Eevee brothers, there are four brothers. One of them has just a standard, like, unevolved Eevee. And then the other three have uh, the uh, Flareon, the Vaporeon, and... Um, That's their names. Yeah, and then oh, Jolteon. That's what it is. And then so, like, they're, the brothers are named... Sparky and uh, like all like that was what their names were and so it's amazing to me that the that Niantic is like oh let's take this awesome uh, awesome thing from the show and integrate it into our game it just makes you feel so much more like you know I don't know it's just it, it, it's awesome so just to prove that it works oh yeah I have waited to evolve this Eevee till just now till right now this Eevee is named Pyro it should evolve into a Flareon okay let's see if it does let's do it oh oh 
Oh, oh Chris. Is it happening? It's evolving. Oh. Into something. Oh, here it comes. I don't know. It's a big ball of light right now. Yeah. Boom. It happened. Checked it off the list. That's amazing, Chris. Yep. Done. Done. It works, Done. people. It works. It works. 100% accuracy. Well, at least for you. Like, I know there are some people who were saying, like, oh, uh, okay. I didn't do it, but then well, it's like, but they, yeah. The things are, it has some kind of cooldown thing. You can't just do one after the other. Yeah. It has some kind of cooldown. And then, like, if you name it and then don't close out the app, sometimes it doesn't save the name. And so you need to make sure, like, log out and then log back in to make sure it saved the name before you do it. But other than that, yeah. 100% accurate. Very cool Easter eggs. Other fun fact, Chris, so, or fun thing. So with Pokemon Go being out, whenever we were up uh, out of town, we were up in uh, at some family's house, and I found my old Pokemon cards oh, yeah. um, given to us by our friend across the street uh, whenever we were kids. And I was looking at them, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, I wonder if these are worth anything. And I get on, and it's like, actually, some of them are worth things, but... Even the though they're worth a lot, like in comparison to the other Pokemon cards that are out there, yeah, they're only like maybe worth like a dollar a piece. So mm. it's like you know they're not they're not like a gold mine. It's maybe like seventy bucks or something like that. Mm. So, um, and so I would much rather just keep the keep them as a token of my memories of my childhood, rather than uh, get seven, seventy bucks. And right, right. Do something with it for I sure. Know. I don't know what it, you know. It's buy another game. I, I think know. this is this might be my max power Pokemon right now. Yeah, it's, it evolved into a six sixty flare on sort uh, sort it by the CP points, and I can upgrade it like yeah, pretty so high. Let's uh, let's let's yeah. It's yeah. The, it's the, the next one is uh, that's awesome. Pidgeot, Pidgeot, uh, Pidgeot, Pidgeot. Yeah. Anyway, at six oh eight. That's awesome. I haven't taken any gyms yet, John. So uh, I have taken a couple of gyms. The battle system is very uh, odd and difficult to master. Um, and in fact, like I had to have some tips from people where it's just like, yeah, make sure that you, you know, dodging really doesn't matter that much. Just like make sure you're overpowered uh, comparatively to the, the, the Pokemon in the gym. So mm-hmm. like just make sure that, that you're, you're going to take it and just I've tap now, the screen very I've fast. now upgraded into an 812 Flareon. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. And that's the thing. Like I, I, I've, I've been still enjoying the game. I haven't had a ton of time. Like I've been doing, uh, rather than like runs and things like that, where it's like I have like a, uh, a slow like warm up where I can do it. I've been biking a lot more because it's been like super hot. In fact, earlier today, Chris, I was in the park uh, up at, uh, and I was like, oh, let me just pull over my bike and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hit some poker stops up in the Parthenon by the Parthenon here, uh, Centennial Park in, in Nashville. And I got out, pull out my phone, and my phone goes, your phone has to, has to shut off for a minute because it's too hot. And I was like, that is insane. And I looked at the temperature after I kind of cooled it off, put it next to my water, um, and I cooled it off. And it was like over 100 degrees outside. And yeah. I was like, holy cow. My phone knows it's hot. That so happened hot. to me on the river a couple weeks ago. It was like sitting there on top of like my backpack in a canoe. Yeah. And was it, it, the sun shining the on it? The sun was just shining right on yeah. it. And that was stupid. But I had been taking pictures and stuff. Yeah. And it was just like sitting there and it was just like, it, like I picked it up and it was like, wouldn't even like do anything. Yeah. Like it was just, it was just way too hot. Um, I've had that happen whenever it's too cold too. So <laughs> something, something that is happening right now and hopefully the update and the up, next update, the near feature is not working on Pokemon Go. That's right. Uh, it says everything is three steps away from you, even if it's right next to you. Even if it's right next to you, so yeah. you, and and you know, like the this is the thing. I I'll go chasing a one step away from me Pokemon. Right, three steps, no, no and but there's just no way to know anymore. So I'm not chasing any Pokemon. That's right, that's right, Chris. It's it's hard. It's a hard life. It's a hard life catching these pocket monsters. So that's really all I've been up to. <laughs> me too. 
But we've got a review coming up, Chris. We do. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. We're only 20 minutes into this. It appears so. I feel like we've been doing this for way longer than that. See, I think it's because we got a lot of content out of that five minutes that we were talking about. Uh, yeah, we did. Talking about Batman. Yeah. And the spoilers. So, I mean, well, I don't I, feel I, so bad about going on for so long about that. No, then. I don't either. Because, like, we crammed so much good, like, <laughs> discussion. We haven't done that segment that in a long minutes. time. It's we should, nice. We should do it a lot more. It's nice. And it's. I, it, I like it. So, like, what we used to do, we used to just, like, have some, like, weird topic. Yeah. Well, or, or like, uh, just a, like a discussion topic. Yeah. Where it's I don't like, know, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, ah. I'd rather have those discussions not about, under the gun. Let's just talk about know? something for five minutes. Right. We actually probably didn't even need to do this pick of the week. That's probably true. But we're going to anyway. Oh, yeah. John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is Stranger Things. I've heard lots of great things about this. On Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you have this. You, <laughs> you should, uh, everybody who doesn't have Netflix should get Netflix to watch this. It's I will a say uh, that. Netflix original series. That's right. And who it's, doesn't have Netflix, John? It's my favorite so far, uh, my favorite Netflix original series. You, how many have you watched, though? I've watched a lot of them. I've watched, like, have Daredevil, you? House of Cards, and, like, I, I mean... Is that it? That might be it, Chris. <laughs> okay, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. That's not all of them. But it's my favorite one so far, dude. And it's like... <laughs> of the three. Of the three that I've watched, <laughs> it's my favorite one. It's up there, Chris. I'll tell you where it really ranks, John. Okay, you should watch it because <laughs> you've heard good things about I've it. I've heard and good you should things watch about it. it. It's so uh, it's a mix like between like ET and like a J.J. Abrams film or something like that. It feels a lot like it feels a lot like a darker, more like a Spiel- um, so it's like a cross between J.J. Abrams and Spielberg. Right. It's like super eight. It's set in the eighties. Like isn't you it? know, it's like super eight where it's got that type of a vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but it's more horrifying than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the, like that. So you're saying it's very Spielbergian because that was right. J.J. Abrams' love letter to Spielberg. Exactly. And so it's like a lot of like because of the setting and because of like the fact that you have like a lot of like kids that you're dealing with yeah. in this. It's not they're not all like like everybody that you're the main characters are not all kids. Like there's a uh, there's a police officer and it's like he's you know he's going in on this thing yeah. and uh, you're already telling me too much. So basically it's it's a scarier version of like a Spielberg uh, type movie. of a movie. Yeah, okay, I like and that it, a lot. so um, trying to think, yeah, like a J.J. Abrams kind of that sort of uh, horror type of thing, but ramped up to That's eleven. Cool. That's awesome. Have you That's watched good. the whole thing yet? Uh, I'm only a couple episodes. How from many the episodes end, is so. it? It is only twelve episodes. I mean, that's that's it's doable. That's the only. It's twelve episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's like actually. Uh, let me let me confirm that it's twelve. But I, I in my brain for some reason I'm just like, oh, it's it's twelve because I'm I'm thinking about like where where I'm at. I was assuming that I've, I've only got like a couple more, but maybe I only have like one. Who knows? Maybe that spurred something that, that like spurred something on in my memory. Yeah, <laughs> it was a piece of news that I was going to talk about this week if we did news. But um, Game of Thrones. It's been delayed. It's coming. It's going to be the next season is going to be released next summer. Eight episodes, Chris. I'm only two from the end. John, man, I could finish this. Tonight. You just got four episodes ripped away from you. I know. Suddenly, I know. I don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. My uh, soul feels torn, Chris. <laughs> torn. I've been going back. Oh, well, we'll talk about this in a second. Yeah. My pick of the week. So that's my pick of the week. And no. I'll let you know how everything ends up on it. Like no, maybe, don't let me know that. Maybe I don't do, want to know that. Maybe after we've both seen it, 
We'll no. do like a soft review of it. That something sounds like good. That. Like a, like another five minute thing, like we do with sure. Batman. That I sounds like good. That. Well, good. this is the, I don't know if I want people to have to skip forward every episode. That's we won't true. do that. That's true. Maybe we should just do it. Maybe we should we'll just do, do a full on review. Full on review, like yeah. a, a discussion of it. I like. it. Or we just put it at, put that at the end or something. That's true. That's I don't true. know. I don't know. We'll discuss. We'll figure out how it happens, Chris. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen we'll like some, as it as some sort of an Easter egg. Like after the final outro goes, it just us talking about it. Like just dives right in. I don't like that idea at all. We should uh, we should do some focus testing though and ask some of our listeners. Tell us what you think. That's right. Should we put a five minute countdown in the middle of some of these episodes? <sighs> that seems really hard. That you have to skip forward through. Uh, it seems like that'd be a hard hard skip forward. Anyway, what is your pick of the week this week? See, first? like I would be driving, and then I would like <laughs> it's like in your pants pocket. I'd be fumbling around for my phone <laughs> and it hit the floor, and then I'd have a wreck. You know, this is bad. Get See, like I, a I don't speeding know. ticket. Yeah, I don't know if I want to like put people through that. Yeah, and then it's like, are we like are le- we legally like required to pay? <laughs> Pay their like, speeding ticket? I don't know. Uh, it's no, just, no. I'm definitely not. John, stop it. I'm definitely not paying anyone speeding ticket. <laughs> no, that's 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 right. That's, that's right, on Chris. you. That's on. It's on personal responsibility. I have hard enough time dealing with my own driving. <laughs> I'm not taking responsibility for anyone else. I feel like you haven't gotten a speeding ticket in a really long time. I haven't. Though, that's what I'm saying. I'm like I'm stewarding this <laughs> as best I can. I'm holding it together. <laughs> You're holding it together because at any moment, John, like the 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 fire within me can be, could be unleashed, and, it, and I just, just speed rah. like just, like a madman down the. Tunnel. I mean, there's there's That's nothing insane. I like more than getting out on the <laughs> on the road and just, just pedal to the metal, flooring just, it, just cutting it loose. Oh man, see what the car can do. But I can't do that, no, because it frightens people. <laughs> it frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, I don't do it, John. You. Uh, you get what get what I'm saying? I'm much I'm, I'm I appreciate it because so I, I get what you're saying. I keep that contained. I have to get my thrills in other ways. I like it. I keep that contained. I can't I can't be responsible for other people. Though. See, I get my speed thrills from Forza and and uh, video games such as that. My pick of the week, John. Yes. Star Wars celebration happened last weekend. Oh my! And gosh. a lot of things happened. So let's let's start talking about some of them. Oh yeah. First of all. We were all very, very excited. Last year at Celebration, we got the first full trailer. We had There was a teaser for Force Awakens, and the first full trailer dropped at, at uh, Celebration. That and was the, uh, the Chewie, I'm home, or Chewie We're Home? Yeah, Chewie yeah. We're Home. And that happened there, so we expected the same thing from um, Rogue One. There is a trailer. What happened was... Oh, boy. They opened up the, the, the conference, and they did this three-minute behind-the-scenes video, which is really cool. You should go watch it. I'll post it at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. John, you should watch it as well. I will. A- and, um, should I watch it, though? It's spoilers. Like, is there spoilers or anything like John, that? I'm not super concerned about them with this movie. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, you know what happens. Right. I know how they, this movie begins, John, they, and I know how this movie ends. They get the plans. <laughs> so, spoilers, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> What really, if they don't this time, listen, and we're dealing with some sort of a uh, a, a Star alternate. Trek star style like reboot? No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I can, I will one hundred percent guarantee that. Okay, it won't happen. Okay, like the only question up in the air is like, well, do they live or do they die? I don't know. Like, we don't know. Number one, um, that behind the scenes trailer, like, dude, this thing, this movie is gonna is like all out war. 
Nice. It's, it's nuts, man. And the thing is, like, they've only showed us, like, I counted the location. They've only showed us three locations in mm. the, the trailer and in the teaser. Interesting. And so, like, the, the, if you watch the, the, the behind-the-scenes um, teaser, it's basically the same things you see in the yeah. in the teaser. Like, just explaining the same, them a little bit? No, it doesn't explain anything. It's just it's just them talking about, like, and hyping up the movie, you know, and talking uh-huh. about the, the vision for it. And, like, it's very all very vague. We wanted to make this one a little bit darker, maybe but, a little bit more warlike. Yeah, like, if, you, if you've seen the, the, yeah. the teaser... It's it like you see the beach scene again. You see some stuff on like what I assume is a, uh, a um uh, what's the uh, star destroyer? Yep. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, my brain right now. Uh, I'm, I'm there for you. And then you though, see Chris. that like you see like I guess what's you. Yavin? You know the the rebel rebel stuff. So you see you basically see more stuff like that. But there's yeah. like slow motion stuff and explosions and all this like cool. stuff. you have to watch it, dude. Dude, I'm totally going okay, to. Okay, so anyway, so you convinced me to watch this. They showed that. And then, like, they talked for a while, like, I know we've got something else for you. And then the live stream saw that again. So, like, somebody, like, and shut live, it down. live, they saw something else. And then they do it again. They're like, we've got something else to show you. One more thing. And then you see that again. So they showed the... So for the live stream, for the people watching at home... Yeah. You saw three of the same thing. Yes. So basically, the people running the live event were like... Going off book, we're being like, no, no, no. we're gonna show you this, and then somebody's like, pull the plug, pull no, the plug no, no, before no, no, they no. tell. I just like to imagine the drama, Chris. That, that's not what someone happened. running down a hall no, because, and like pulling a gigantic, comically large switch. See, all that'd be great, but none of it's true. <laughs> you, the reason it's happening is because you have to provide value for the people who are at celebration. Yeah. You know, you pay eight hundred dollars to go to celebration or whatever, right. and like and get the VIP tickets and stuff, and they have to provide value where it's like, well, if I could have seen this on the internet five minutes after you showed it to me, why would I even come here? Why am I not just uh, on my couch in my pajamas with a bowl of, of cereal? Exactly. So I, we'll see it, see those things at some point. I, I, I honestly, like, I was surprised. I mean, it was just the hype was so big last year for Force Awakens, and like, um, but like for this movie... I think the, the behind-the-scenes thing is, is really good. Like, it's a little expanded thing. Um... A lot more, a lot longer than we would get in a trailer, anyway. So, like, and I think like they're they're hyping it up in the right way. Like, um, the rumor is, John, that we actually see Darth Vader in this next trailer. Ooh, you had posited that we might in the teaser. There was that room where we're kind of mm-hmm. walking in. It's like a throne room mm-hmm. of sorts, and you were like, "What if that's Darth Vader?" And my mind exploded. I know. I can't wait. It was great. It's pretty awesome. So the um, one thing I do, I do want to mention. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. okay. The next thing I want to talk about is Rebels. Okay. They showed a season three trailer. You haven't watched season two? No, I haven't. And so I avoided the season three trailer. I do. We did watch and discuss the uh, midpoint uh, season two trailer uh, happened around Christmas time oh, yeah. this past year. So I do know kind of like where the arc ends up. I yeah. just don't know how what it ends up being. So uh, the big reveal in the trailer is, is that Thrawn is now a part of the Star Wars canon, official part of the Star Wars canon. Very Not cool. only is there going to be a Rebel storyline surrounding Thrawn, there's also going to be a book. Yeah. Which is like the the good thing about that is that like, okay, now there are books besides Aftermath that yeah. was, will probably possibly be actually good. Yeah. Well, like you, you, I don't know if you've ever talked about it on the podcast before, no. you, but you've discussed it with me how like you just don't really like how things are handled in Aftermath. Is you're just like, man, I, it's, it's not, not a, that interesting. It's, no, it's not interesting. It's not a compelling story. It doesn't have anything to no. do with the main characters in, in, the Star Wars storyline, and honestly, it doesn't even feel like a Star Wars book. Yeah, and uh, and so 
um, Chuck Wendig did or is writing both those, and I was like, man, I really hope that like somebody besides Chuck Wendig gets a shot at, at, at some of these books that take place um, between the movies. And I don't know where yeah. Birthron will take place. Who knows? Because Rebels takes place before four. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, we don't know. Maybe this is before that. Maybe this is like its origin story almost, or maybe it's after that. Of like, hey, where did he end up once all the uh, the stuff went down with you know a new hope and, and uh, the the main trilogy of movies or the original trilogy of movies. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could it could take place anywhere there. So yeah. The cool thing is that Timothy Zahn is coming back to write this. Like nice. he wrote the original Thrawn trilogy, dude. And so he's coming back. That's exciting. Yeah, to fit him in officially into the canon again. So That's like, exciting. like the thing is, like there will be consistency with his character. I think like they'll it'll be the same character. It might not be the same events for sure, but it'll definitely be like okay, he will definitely be the same threat to the world. And so I like it. The universe, the galaxy, not the world, the galaxy. Well, the Star Wars world. The Star Wars universe? Yes, there you go. Yes. Um, so that's exciting. Okay. Very cool. So one thing that we really wanted after or for, during The Force Awakens, I was like, dude, if Ahsoka shows up. Yeah. I'll freak out. Oh, of course. Okay. There are two things I want to talk about. Okay. Number one, I didn't realize that one of the characters in Rogue One is in the Clone Wars television show wait 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 who is it yeah so let me let me pull that up real fast it's a character and so like with the the release of rogue one the crossover like it's happened it's like okay now we're saying that anything right. that's in rebels or in clone wars can show up inside the uh inside the the mainline movies yeah saw well, guerrera it's force Whitaker's character oh my gosh wait really yeah so he's like a main character, though. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. And he's a main character in, in uh, Rogue One as well. Dude. I know. So that, that like means... He's, like in, in, uh, in, in the Clone Wars, there's, there's an entire like um, there's an entire arc about yeah. like his character and his, his I think it's his sister uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, holy cow. Yeah. So... That's amazing. I know. Isn't it? Because it's like that means now that anybody can cross over and we could, we'll start seeing this stuff. Not only like, oh, there's a possibility and like, no, it's happening. Like this is... Super cool. Dude. We could see Rex, dude. That's amazing. Like, if, yeah. So if if Rex shows up, it's that it's over, dude. I yeah. Love what if it. he's in? What if he's in uh, um, Rogue One? That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. I would lose my mind, Chris. What if there's an Inquisitor in Rogue One? See, there probably is. I think there's gonna be. There's gotta be. There's uh, there's 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 the. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, Chris. Yeah. Holy cow. The other thing was, um, they did a panel with uh, Darth, the guy who played Darth Maul. Um, and, uh, what was interesting was while they were filming episode one, yeah, th there were like discussions on like, okay, uh, he was, whenever they were doing some choreography, this is a funny story, but like when they were doing some choreography, um, with, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, he was like, what if I took my horns and slashed him across the chest and then like, before I, before I stab him, mm -hmm. you know, and. George Lucas was like, no, no, I feel like that's too gory. This is too much. <laughs> and then George was like, I think he should cut off his head. And then, <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> it's like, gosh. Well, it's like, well, that's not – if slashing Qui-Gon's chest and cutting off Mar Darth Maul's head, is like that's got to be just as gory. Right. Anyway. <laughs> they, they opted for the waste. Yeah. Right? Well, okay, the reason was because George said or like they, they, they said that the reason that they did it was because they were even saying like, let's cut him in half. 
Because say we want to bring him back later in the other movies. Oh my gosh. He'd come back with spider legs. Oh my gosh. That was planned way back then, dude. It wasn't like a, hey, let's bring Darth Maul back. That'd be cool. It's like, no. Yeah. They always meant to bring Darth Maul back in some way. That's amazing. With the spider legs. Well, and you know what's amazing, especially about like Clone Wars and things like that, was whenever they would do Clone Wars, uh, they would show every single episode to George, and like he would like he'd be like, "What if we did this?" Sometimes, and like insert like kind of an idea into like their thing, and he would let him go and run with it, and then come back and show it to him or whatever. But he always have like these like weird like leading questions uh, for the way I understand it. So it's like he's he obviously <laughs> had, knew he was thinking, oh. Could, we could bring this back in spider legs like I had talked to originally about. You know, old spider like, legs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. I just love that he looks at Darth Maul and goes, spider legs. That's <laughs> yeah, what right. we're doing. That's what he needs. We're doing. That's what That would that would up the ante a little bit more. <laughs> up the creep, creepy factor. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. George was all about the, like, mixing, like, toward the end there. You know, because you have... Darth Maul with the spider legs in episodes two and three. You have General Grievous, who's like That's half right. man, half machine. Like Darth, oh, he Darth, got down like it was the, kind of like an insect. At some Darth point, like Vader's a too. like pretty much you know all machine. They they reference and it's just like he, he has this like weird like let's make people half man, half machine. Yeah, yeah, just an, an obsession with the uh, with the mechanical. Yeah, that's. That's all I have for the pick of the week. Like Star Wars celebration, it's really cool. Like I, I enjoyed. Oh, like oh, here's I'll end with this celebration. It was like on the first day. Nice. And so spoilers for episode seven if you haven't seen it. Okay, so Luke Skywalker is in the last like two minutes of that movie. Okay? That's right. And they ask him about that. They asked on his first reaction upon learning Luke would be absent from the Force Awakens, mostly absent. Did they think he was? Did he think it was funny? Was he insulted? This is from Entertainment Weekly. And Mark said, quote, no, no, I wasn't insulted. I thought it was a really great surprise, but I don't think they prepared me correctly. I went to training and I lost all this weight. I thought I must be doing something physical if they're sending me to the gym twice a week and torturing me physically. He said Lucasfilm could have let him know in advance what it was like, what he was getting into. He said, quote, it's all about preparing you. Oh, by the way, all that workout where you lost all the weight, you're going to have to turn and remove your hood. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to lie down for a minute. <laughs> That, really would, that would be pretty, like, a bummer. Well, what's like, really hey, funny... Hey, we're crazy fit. And then you're just like, all right, you're in this for two minutes. Well, I also remember, you don't like... see your body. We were thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if if uh, if if Mark Hamill... I can't believe they got Mark Hamill on, what was it, Flash uh, to be yeah, Trickster. Yeah. You know, he's got all this filming that he has to do with, uh, with Lucasfilm. And it's like, the movie comes out and you're like, oh, like, one scene. <laughs> you know, like... What two days worth of uh, filming tops of him actually being on screen? But he had to be like on set probably a lot of the other times just to like fool people. Well, he was yeah, he was definitely there. He was there the whole time. People yeah. thought, thought he was filming the whole time. It's amazing. He was in his costume half the time. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. He's just got costumes like lined up for this one scene. He just does. All right, let's uh, let's put on the show. <laughs> like yeah, like they didn't need him in London. He's there. Yeah. Like why are you there, man? <laughs> Because it's Star Wars, and you gotta ho- yeah. hide that from people, Chris. It's amazing. Like I want, like they. Ha- this, this is a, just a, a question. Do you think he, they paid it? I'm sure they paid him the same. Oh yeah. He's like. Oh yeah. So you, you get paid for like turning around. I mean, and just hanging out. I mean, they had to. <laughs> I'm really hungry, John. How hungry? Like really hungry. Do you want to pause? Go make a quesadilla. Oh my gosh! And uh, no, and come okay. back. We can power through. I really like what I want 
is like, I want some Waffle House. Ooh. See, I was thinking like wings, like chicken wings, like. I could go that way. Yeah, oh man, Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. <laughs> so, do you want to go do the quesadilla? Do you want to go hunt down no, no, no. some some chicken no. and buffalo and figure out what the it sounds, how to combine these two things into the delicious goodness? <laughs> it sounds amazing. Now we can we can power through this. Okay. Okay. The review. The review. Beyond. Beyond. I really like this movie. This yeah. Spoiler free section. Yeah. Spoiler free. Um, I really liked it. I uh, I was very impressed. I, so I went into this with a lot of low expectations. Let's, let's stop for a second. Let's talk about the yeah. marketing of this film. Okay. It was there, atrocious, Chris. Well, let's just walk through it. There were three different trailers. Trailer one had this like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like ripoff vibe. Yeah. With and this it's, like rock song. And, yeah, and it like had these moments that was like it. it it felt so much like all of the the the, the inconsequential moments in like the other movie, yeah. like the last Star Trek movie yeah. that we had. Uh, that I was just like, well, if this, if all this movie is is the inconsequential moments of Into Darkness, do I like? Do I really care? Yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah, I mean, it was just like a bunch of people. Like, it was just like a bunch of noise. It was a noise. Yeah, that's what it was. And gags. visually, visual noise and audible noise. That's right. It was terrible. The second one was actually what I consider the best one, and it was like a darker, like kind of tone. Had a more cinematic score. Started with this like piano thing, and then a monologue with Kirk, and you see all this kind of like floating space stuff. You're like, oh, this is Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. I, I am. It's, it doesn't hype me up in terms of like a bunch of like you know. It doesn't like amp up my adrenaline or anything. But this gets me excited for this as a film. You know, like as a Star Trek fan. Then they come out with this third trailer that's this Rihanna and Sia written song. Like, it's a fine song. Yeah. It just doesn't feel it, Star Trek-y. It played and, in the post-credits, and, and, and it was good. And over over the, the Star Trek footage, it just feels wrong, dude. It does not feel good at all. And it's just terrible. And the thing was, it's like half the song, like, they use it as a promo for the, like, go watch the real video. Well, it's kind of And like, then you watch her real video, and it has, like, pieces of the Star Trek stuff in it, and it's just, it's just even weirder. Well, Dude. I mean, and the song itself, like, it's not like an upbeat, really, like, no. song, which, like, it's not like a hopeful necessarily song, and it, it's, uh... But, so, like, it just doesn't work for, like, marketing. It works in the post credit sequence exactly. really well. Who like, does that? No one does that. I don't know. That like, was very strange. Like, when Sam Smith wrote the the song for the past James Bond. You don't That's put right. a James Bond trailer over top of that. Right. Well, I think about like uh Bourne movies. Like sure. there is a uh, there's an amazing Moby. Seal song. Uh no, no Moby? Seal? No. Yeah, Moby, you're right, Moby. Song at the end of uh <laughs> at, sorry, I'm, I confused Moby and Seal. Those are pretty different uh, aside from the fact they're both bald. And they're both uh nautical uh nautical themes <laughs> <laughs> in, in in the names. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> you know. Anyway, um but yeah, there's a Moby song and then, like you don't throw that on the born uh, trailer no you know that wouldn't have amped no. people up for it you never do that stuff anyway fantastic song yeah does not equal fantastic trailer <laughs> these two things just they can't go wrong chris they, <laughs> they add them together they're gonna be amazing so all that combined yeah. means i went into this with really low expectations yeah i really didn't know what to expect and i was i was telling fultron earlier this week i was like man like I'm really not excited about this at all. Yeah, I mean, I I really what I what I I don't like. I feel like we've watched. I watched. We've reviewed a lot of movies, John, and a lot of them have ended up in the like the sixes and sevens like this year. And um, 
Yeah. A lot of it is based on like what we call the fun factor. And it's like, yeah. my fun factor only goes so long. I like eventually I need to f- need to watch a good movie. There needs to be a film in there. It has to have some substance to yeah. it. I can't just, my life can't be just explosions and ruckus, John. It's true. Luckily, this was not that. Yeah. And this was a great movie. Yeah. Um, I really like the vibe. Justin Lin was definitely like he took over the the franchise from J.J. Abrams. He uh, last directed the Fast and Furious, a couple of the Fast and Furious movies, the most recent ones, and um, great job, dude. Yeah, like, I did. He was, he good was a choice. Great choice for this. Like this, I mean, it's very fast paced, and yeah. they make a lot of assumptions in terms of like you assume you know these characters and how they interact with each other and their right. relationships with each other, and all the while they're still able to to do character development for several of them right you know like this is probably the most aside from the first movie um this is the yeah this is the most uh, character development for kirk that we've seen since the first movie yeah well I, I also got the vibe throughout this this whole movie i got the team vibe you know yeah. where it's like you yeah. you yeah. if i think about like well, the last one into darkness some themes that they touched on it was pretty much i mean you think about it and it was it was uh very heavily uh oriented around kirk and, and spock yeah and then maybe you throw in bones a little bit yeah but it's like everybody else was just kind of left on the side where you don't really know what's going on with them a lot of times they like you don't know what their lives are like yeah whereas with this one it's like i came away with a good knowledge um even if it's just kind of inconsequential things yeah but it's like a good knowledge of what each person is and what like what do they have at stake yeah you know what what type of uh of of life are they leaving behind whenever they go out and do these things and it's like there's a lot of that kind of in there where it's an ensemble thing each of them kind of has their own role that they play in some of the action and it really kind of comes together in such a such a satisfying team movie kind of a way yeah so um, director, great. Yeah. Um, actors, I mean, if you enjoyed the other ones, you're going to enjoy them. This one, they did a fantastic job. Yep. The pacing was good, I thought, for this movie. Yeah, like, there was a, there was a middle section that did like some more more like uh, development amongst some of the different people, where like you're putting different characters together. Yeah, uh, it's, but it's still not as heavy cool. as like Into Darkness, no. like or even the first one. Like right. it's not. This wasn't heavy. Like. Like the slow part wasn't that slow. No, it wasn't. Like wasn't that long. Right. Um, So if I was going to criticize something about like it, it feels shallow in some ways because it's like there's not a whole lot of depth to it. Right. Um, But it's still not like it's not like uh, it's not superfluous. Right. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so that together makes it makes it good. Yeah. Um, Music was great. Like I thought this was uh there was a lot of like different themes and different ways that they use the Star Trek themes in this. I like that better than Into Darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, it, was, it also it was didn't a, have any crazy high uh, lasers that went off at any point where it hurt my ears. Oh, no, okay. Whereas Into Darkness in the theater was just like, there There were some, woo, yeah. there were some high frequency stuff in there. Yeah. So like, I really liked this movie. I think you should definitely go see it. If you're a sci-fi fan, Star Trek fan, an action movie fan, go see this movie. Like Justin Lin did a great job with this and like, that he really gave you a sense like something that was different and gave you a sense of like space. Like he makes you dizzy a lot. And like, there's a lot of like oh, yeah. camera, like twirling kind of things. I'm like, but it's on purpose. You know, it's on purpose. Cause he doesn't do that in the fast and furious. No. It's like, this is like, this is the thing for this movie. Right. And, um, deep space, you know, like there's some crazy things out there and I always love weird things, you know, in space, uh, super, super, uh, cool visuals throughout this whole film. 
Yeah, dude. And like, so the one thing about like being dizzy, like it, we didn't see it in 3D. And no. so like even is I think, it in 3D? I think it wouldn't it be. It I seems like the movie that would be. Look it I'm, up and see if there's any 3D, 3D showings. If there's not 3D, if there are 3D showings, be aware that like there were moments where I was like kind of turning my head so I wouldn't be quite as like dizzy and like disoriented and that sort of thing where I was trying to align my head with the, and I'm susceptible to that kind of thing uh, a decent amount. But, um, but like I was like turning my head, that sort of thing. But in 3d, you wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. And so it might be more disorienting is all I'm, I'm, I'm laying out there. So, um, I don't know if it is in 3d though. You oh yeah, right. it's in 3D. There's some 3D. Okay, showtimes. so just be aware that like you know, similar to like gravity. If I think about gravity, the way that that was, the I liked that in 3D in IMAX because like you were forced perspective. You were forced to whatever the director wanted you to see that sort of thing. But this is the type of movie like whenever it was doing kind of some of these these interesting um, camera angles and like kind of twirling around and that sort of thing. I did like find myself like tipping my head a little bit here and there just to to maintain my sanity, Chris. Yeah. To maintain my sanity. Yeah. So, anyway. I think that's all I have for the spoiler-free section. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I say go see it. You say... Go see it. Go see it. Especially if you're a Star Trek fan. Like, if you like Star Trek, I feel like this is more of a, a true Star Trek movie than Into Darkness was. Um, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if I would go that far, but... I would, Chris. <laughs> I would. All right. <laughs> all right, let's count down the spoiler section. Let's spoil this thing in five, four, a three... Two, one, throw out a spoiler. I don't know a good spoiler. <laughs> I don't either. Spock, or er, they save the 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 planet thingy. The Enterprise the space gets destroyed. Station. <gasps> I knew that was gonna happen from the trailers. I don't know, man. Anyway, there's not a whole lot to spoil. That was the worst spoiler that, that we've probably, had in a yeah, long time. That was it. Was Chris? You can't. You can't win them all. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared. I well. I honestly like. I mean, I don't. There, What's a good spoiler? I don't know. Like, that's a good, good question. Maybe that's a critique of the movie yeah, too. There's no good spoilers. We're like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking off a point of my score for a, the spoilers. A full no, point. Yeah, full just point. They ruined the no spoiler thing. The spoiler gag. I, I really liked the, the 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 vibe of this. Like, yeah. you did you did like the, you know, they they hit on like the the team and unity and crew kind of stuff a lot. And like, I really like that. And I would say like we talked about the 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 depth of the film. It does feel shallow in points where it's like we don't dive deep into any of these themes and we really don't see the impact like on the larger crew because there's some crazy stuff that happens. Oh, my gosh. um, And it happens like real fast. And I kind of like that. I like how, you know, I just don't want this every film, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, um, I like how quickly it got into things, but it's like I feel like there's things missing there and some context. Mm -hmm. And like there's obviously there's some logical leaps. There's some things you have to like why all of a sudden was – was Kirk in the control room whenever that um, ship showed up? Yeah, just in the nick of time or whatever. Yeah, like why was he there? Like, and oh, they were they were there to like just chill out. Why was he in his uniform and then there? And then then all of a sudden you jump to him with the admiral, and it's like, okay, well, like, how do we get here? Yeah. And then especially you know even at the end, like there's some some jumps that you make where it's just like, okay, now we're here, and now we're here, and yep. now we're here. 
I kind of wish that there were some 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 valleys. Like those are all the peaks. Yeah. Some valleys. Like let's have some like we did have some slower parts, like we talked about. But right. But I think like it's it's more like those transitional moments of like yeah of of whenever it's like oh I just needed to see him exit this room to believe that he went from that room to this room rather than just cutting to you know there were a lot of those moments where it's just like all of a sudden somebody just shows up in the yeah. spot and we didn't see him leave the other spot or like even make a decision to leave the other spot. Yeah. You know it's just like all of a sudden we're there. Um, and I also think like the, the passage of time is kind of blurry at, at some points in this. Yeah. Like where I don't know like how long were we there before we're all of a sudden we're crewing back up on the Enterprise and going. Yeah. And then, uh, you know. You mean from, at the end? You no, know, like at the, beginning, at the beginning before we go off into the nebula. I like, mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel, there, like, I feel like know? it was like, like that's what I'm saying. You don't know. Like right. he's, why is he still in his uniform? It makes it feel like they just got there. Yeah, like it was the same day, and then immediately they're leaving. But then, like they didn't, no one was like, "Oh man, we got to go back out again." You know, like he right. would think it would be something like that. I don't know. <laughs> somebody would be grumpy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. There's those bones, or somebody would be grumpy. Of course, bones would be grumpy. He's just grumpy all the time. Why wouldn't he be grumpy about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and then, like that was that was my biggest thing. I think overall, like globally throughout the movie, was there are these questions that you have of like, well, how long has it been, and why do we do like, how do we get here? Um, but I. I don't know, like I, there, there's got to be some small ways that you can kind of help that along or help help along, like especially in the some of the action sequences. There would be moments where you're like, wait a second, what deck are we on all of a sudden, and, and like why are we going but, this direction? So, so that's kind of stuff, like whenever they're like running through this crash ship and stuff like that. I liked how disorienting that was. Yeah, and like those kinds of things, I was like, yes, I really like what they're doing here, and like yeah. so they got a lot, like the action they got right, like. Hmm. Uh, you know, because it's it, the pacing is really good. It's really, really like visually stimulating. You're not confused. Like you know what's happening. There's a very good sense of space, despite the chaotic nature of it. Yeah. And so I, I, I was very impressed with that. Yeah. And just the speed at which this movie happens. Like, how long was this movie? I mean, it was a good like two, two hours, hours long. Yeah. You know, it did not feel like two hours. Dude. No, it really didn't. I mean, the pacing, like it, it, the pacing, definitely kept the energy level up. Um. And like, even in like the quote unquote slower section, it, yeah. like you said, it wasn't slow. It never felt like a drug. It never felt like, you know, conversations were lasting too long between different people. Yeah. Um, dude, Idris Elba loved it. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't realize he was in this movie. I didn't either. Um, until like I heard his voice and I was like, wait a second. I Behind didn't some of that voice stuff. till the end. Like I, because they altered it and, and, and modulated it so much. Yep. I didn't, until they showed his picture at the end. I was like, Oh man, now it makes sense. It's crazy. And now I recognize it. Crazy. But like before that I did not. Yeah. I liked, I liked him a lot. I liked the, um, uh, it was Jayla was the new character. Yeah. Um, played by Sophia Butella. Very cool. And we can, we can bring up like with both of them and I guess with everybody in this, um, the makeup, like the, the, oh, yeah. the, like, I don't know. The, and that's the, part the of way Star Trek. You know, so Star cool. Trek always looks great. Yeah. Yeah, but hers looked. I was like, man, that's so cool. Like, and I was like, you know, this is, these are the kind of Star Trek things that I'm like, I want. I'm like, what was her home world? Yeah, and like, what race is she? And like, you know, those are the kind of things that you get like when you're in the TV show or like in a slower movie where it's yeah. like, okay, we have some time for some exposition. But like, what are be- their traditions? What are the you know that yeah, sort yeah. of thing? Whereas, yeah, you're right. Kind of in this, it's you kind of brush over a lot of that, and you're yeah. like, well, she's the only one you really encounter, so it's not like you can, you know, it's like, are they all kind of rebellious, mm-hmm. or are they all, you know, <laughs> is do they all like rock and roll? You know, I mean, it's just what was it? What did she say? Beats and shouting. Beats and shouting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they all like that, or is it like you know, this this, this is she unique among her people? You know, yeah, it's yeah. just there. Uh, there's a lot of questions that you have that, like you said, would be normally answered in 
in uh, like the Star Trek TV series, which mm-hmm. is kind of where this all started. Um, but I don't know. I mean, in this, in the context of this, I really want to see her in the next one. But I don't know if we, I don't. She's going to Starfleet. She's going to Starfleet, Academy. but like that takes years. That's true. You know, and I don't, you're right. I don't know, and I don't necessarily think we need her, like because you know, like she's performed a very specific role in this plot. True. Whereas, like, uh, aside from Bones, like the rest of the the characters are pretty adaptable to any situation. Right. And um, but you know, like, the, and whenever we're talking about the speed of this movie, like. I'm okay with this movie being that because like they've yeah. already like planned a, a fourth one, you know. Yeah. And, um, like I, this is an ongoing franchise, ongoing thing. One movie that doesn't give me a whole lot of character exposition or uh, you know just exposition at all. It's like I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah, and I'm 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 happy you know being the team thing. I'm happy going for breadth rather than depth, you know, yeah. where it's like okay, let's focus on everybody rather than on going deep diving into like two or three characters just for like one movie or something yeah. like that, you know, where it's like you just there's different approaches and it's like each movie is taking a slightly different approach between mm-hmm. the first one the se- you know and then then this one yeah um and it's like each each of them are equally valid and each of them are equally kind of uh star trekky in their yeah. own way but uh but it's just i liked i liked the fact that we have this amazing cast of characters let's uh put them in weird situations and see how they deal i thought they dealt well with um the death of leonard nimoy yeah and um they didn't like reference it in the actual movie, what they reference at the end, the death of Anton Yelchin. Yeah, and so like, mm. I mean, it was it's a bummer for both of them. It's I I think it's especially man. I was really bummed out by uh, uh, Anton's death because yeah. it's like man, he uh, he was such a good character in this franchise, and like I don't know like if they'll recast him or what they'll do with. I that. think JJ has come out and said he's not going to recast him. I wouldn't like no. if it was me. Um, I would you know find some way to uh, to write him out of the the franchise, but. Um, moving forward, I'm really optimistic about like about this franchise. Like after Enter Darkness, I mean, if I'm going to rank these movies, I, I rank them Star Trek, then this one, yeah. and then Into Darkness. You know, I agree. And after Into Darkness, it was kind of like, well, where is this even going? You know, right. and then they, you know, JJ jumps ship and goes to Star Wars, and it's just like, is this is this going to go downhill? Like, yeah. what's going to happen here? I'm really pumped, dude. I think I think other than the the strange marketing, like I don't I don't think. You know, yeah. I really don't think that this could have been much, you know, I I, I can't imagine a, a different movie. Like, I, yeah. I, I this was the right movie for yeah. my mindset going in, where it's like and out of, out summer, of Into Darkness, it's like it's a fun movie. It's yeah. like got these, these cool moments. It's got this awesome cast, and it's yeah. like they're all equally awesome in their own right, and it's just like let's cram them together. But then, like where do we go from here is also is also the next question of like well the next movie it's like obviously we're going back out there and you know dealing with with new stuff so. an interesting thing for the for the next movie they've said that uh chris hemsworth is coming back ah so that'll be interesting to listen like do they jump in time mm. like cause it's kirk's father yeah and or like is there a flashback or is he you know do they go back in time somehow like the, but the the, wow. the thing that i like is like those are the kind of crazy star trek yeah. specific things that would happen on the television show or happen in some of the movies yeah and you're just like whoa yeah. <laughs> you know like this is nuts well even to the point where it almost seemed like um so obviously we find out later on that uh oh the the main bad guy I can't remember his name crawl is that what his name is Oh crawl yeah Yeah so he knows of uh of of 
Kirk because of these transmissions or whatever. But yeah. the first time he does it, I was like, wait a second. Does this person know his father? Like, does he recognize that he's a, a Kirk, you know, because potentially he knows George Kirk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but obviously that, that came down to like, he's just been tracking them for so long that he, whenever he encountered him, he was just surprised to see him there, right. you know? And so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm super excited to see what happens. I, I didn't yeah. have that thought in my head where it's like, Hey, could, if, if Spock kind of came back, you know, came f- back in time, mm-hmm. potentially would, could Kirk. Oh or, yeah. Or well, they talked about it. In. They talked about doing it for, um, the last movie, but like, it, it just didn't feel right. And yeah. like, thinking, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with them leaving that in the past, the past, yeah. leave the past in the past. Like, yep. let's just keep moving forward. Yep. Um, and, and not muddy the waters, I guess, you know, yeah. anymore. But still, like I'm up, oh, I'm open to it. Like I would yeah. love to see like Patrick Stewart show up. As oh my gosh, Captain Picard or something. Holy like that. cow! I just want Picard to show up in general. Yeah, like just in the in the movies. But yeah, whenever you know. Patrick Stewart shows up in any movie, I'm just it amps up the movie. I just even like more. the character. I like the character of Picard. Of course, like the idea of him. Of course, it's really cool. He's got some cool ideals. Um, one thing before Agreed. we start talking more about the the plot of the story, but um, I wanted to say like I was really impressed by this movie. Justin Lin directed this. Like they brought him in to Fast and the Furious, you know, back in the day to re- basically reboot the feeling and tone of that series, revitalize it. Yeah, like and so he did the Fast and the Furious, he did Fast Five, and then Fast Six, and so it's like, I think I feel like he's he's they brought him in to do the same thing here, mm. and he did a great job with it. Fantastic. And I'm, I'm really excited. To, like if they if they continue this kind of tone, like let's slow down a little bit. And it's you know add some like some lower you know kind of just like slower parts to it, but like more contemplative stuff. You yeah. Know? Overall, man, just great effort, great yeah. great movie, and uh, I'm I'm excited about the franchise as a whole and where it's heading. Agreed. The plot, dude, that dude. was nuts. Yeah, the plot was, and it was like it that was space station was crazy cool. Yeah, dude, the, the, like it, that felt like such a weird Inception kind of thing, and I think like that's where a lot <laughs> yes. of the uh, or Tomorrowland. Well, of course, yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, like even like the, where there's like people walking on the bottoms uh-huh. of these things, and there's people, you know, it's just like holy cow, the gravity in this thing, what is that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they explore that later on uh-huh. in the action, which like immediately whenever that question came to my mind, I it never occurred to me that we would end up like figuring it out. There was a lot of foreshadowing and stuff in this, where it's like you know. Yeah. Uh, she plays the the music and like well then they use it later oh my know? gosh and, and, and like <laughs> that was one of the coolest things that I like whenever that like kicks in and then yeah. they just like start basically surfing the uh, the waves of enemy ships and you're yeah. just like what the heck this is visually amazing the yeah. music is amazing and uh, and it was just it was the, this glorious moment where it's like that could be done and be so cheesy and mm-hmm. be so like out there but it the way great part. the way it handled it I was just smiling well, the part whole time. of it was the visuals dude the yeah. visuals are just insane like that big wave of ships coming out of them i'm like oh man and like when they oh, they fall off that cliff yep and like i loved the stuff whenever they kind of like go over this big asteroid inside that nebula and oh, then like it man. crashes together behind them and like even whenever they were they were getting destroyed and torn apart the first time and they fall to the planet's surface like the visuals in this movie were just great there were some crappy cg moments a I'm couple gonna, of them like Whenever they were fighting in zero gravity, like Kirk and Crawl, like, like what were those character models? Like that's that was like claymation. It was wor- It looked worse than like GTA. Yeah, like, that's the kind of stuff you see like in like Xbox One visuals. Yeah. I don't know. It was terrible. It was it was very bad. But oh, it looked. Like, it reminded, it's like the it's like the visuals and physics. This is what it reminded me of. 
like legitimately the visuals and physics in Goat Simulator. <laughs> like the people, the way they flop around in Goat Simulator, and the the, the textures are like really smooth. Yep. Oh man, Where that's it just what looks, it looks like, like. Oh, that's just glassy. Yeah, the, it reminded me a lot of like the Matrix, like Matrix Two, the second yeah, Matrix, yeah. where it's like, what is this? You know, yeah. it's like at the time that was amazing, but this is 2016, right? <laughs> you know, we Make- have we have like well, and computers like, you jump, for this. You jump from like looking make like this huge th- thing with the, the Enterprise and everything looking so good, then yeah. you get in the, it looks so bad. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. E- either way, like maybe it was something they threw in last second. Who yeah. knows? That's the thing. Is like, oh, we need a transition shot from here to here. Let's just you know put it in. You know, and then the yeah. next day the movie was due. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's just hand draw on the film. Um, so the other thing like that I thought was weird about this movie, hmm. um, or like that I questioned, and I was like, we knew this was going to happen in the trailer, which is another reason why uh, the second tra- or the first trailer, um, where I was like, oh, this is just like feels a lot like the last movie, you know was the Enterprise crashing, crashing. onto the surface, yeah. where I was like, we did this in Into Darkness. Yeah. And it's like, and so it wasn't, the delivery was actually great. Like the delivery was different. The angles were different. I did like the fact that you didn't actually ride it all the way down. And that as he was like ejecting from it, you see this really dramatic oh, man, shot of it. Oh still cool. Like both, uh, and I'm impressed by both of those. Like the oh, way yeah. that in, in Into Darkness, the Enterprise just comes straight through so hot and yep. so fast. Like, or it wasn't the Enterprise. It was the yeah, which was that other one? What was it called? I cannot remember. Anyway, that other ship. I'll look it up. Yeah, and like it just came in super fast. It was like, man, that's nuts. And then, but then the way that this worked, like there was a lot of things that like Justin Lin likes to do. He likes to attach the camera to physical things or what you know you perceive as physical things. And so, like I loved whenever the uh, the Enterprise was launched out of the launch tube from the uh the space station you know and like you just like yes. have that view facing it and uh that was super cool the i love uss vengeance the vengeance is what that was called in the uh into darkness i love whenever you know like yeah whenever you eject you you get the the view that kirk had while yeah. he's in there like i mean just stuff like that it's just like it makes it feel so real yep and uh makes you f- like actually puts you in that place you right. know that's why i say like he had he had still had a very good sense of place while all this crazy stuff is happening where a lot of times you know if you're not careful you can kind of lose like what's actually going on here and like yeah. where things are happening um i loved all the stuff on the the planet like it was it was i would say like the the base that they go into with the with the the villains like it's kind of like well you know whatever so these subterranean tunnels or i whatever. mean you have like this kind of like hive kind of esque building structures yeah. of like the circles and stuff but it's like ah but i like the traps i liked the yeah. whole motorcycle thing i liked um whenever they went back to the 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 enterprise and the 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 old i love the old looking space um, Starship, yeah, and uh, all of that, like the way that that visually looked and and was and worked, you know, like with the oh, yeah. uh, the the transporter. Like, I, there's a whole. There's, I don't have a whole lot of criticisms for this movie. No, I think that the biggest things were like you know, like so, like you said, some of the like the fact that it's really fast paced and yeah. like you almost wish that you would let it breathe a little bit more at, at points. But I mean, even that, it's like if it breathe, would it be slow? It would might be slow. You well, know, might feel that I don't way. know. Like think about force awakens, you know, that's a very fast paced movie. We've talked about that, right. but it doesn't feel like you're missing right. out on things, you know, like this, you know, there were some plot holes. Yeah. Just like, you know, like we said, um, and I think that probably happened in the editing room. Right. And, and so, you know, the, you know, if you're a little more intentional on the front end, you can, don't have to do those kind of, make those kind of decisions on the back end. Right. Um, but you know, overall I, uh, I really liked it. I agree. I don't have a whole lot more to say about this. No, I don't either, man. I and that's the thing is like I really enjoyed the fact that we have uh 
Idris Elba's character like mm. changing the way he's sucking the life out of these these yeah. uh, people and like taking on their appearance. And yeah. so like that was a really unique take. Yeah. And I I like I thought I noticed it off the bat, and it's it was obvious like he was uh, taking. Um, the person who is who is betraying us or whatever. Yeah, see, like that's the thing. They never like explained that. Like, how in the world? Like, he, they said he, they had technology or something. Was it his suit that he's wearing? No, I think was it was like whoever was there on that sh- like on that planet. Like, uh, it was just there whenever he landed. And why? Why? Why did he look different? And then yeah, so they didn't understand like why did he look different? And then why did he look like? Um, the person who originally like basically set the trap for us. And so why was she on his side? If he's sucking the life out of people that are, uh, you know, a friendship ship know. or whatever. Yeah, I know. So like, there's a lot of that, like, like is left unexplained one. Well, was that story even true? I don't even know, but it's like, but he obviously looked like, like he had the, he had the kind of look yeah. of her, uh, of her, you know, people, people. but it's like, I don't know. It's it, that was a like a loose hanging thread. There. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's plot holes for sure, right? In this movie, you know? I did appreciate one thing though. That and it's like I didn't know how I felt about it until I got to thinking about it. It was the battle between um, oh the new character. I I totally lost her name now. Um, but the battle that we foreshadowed there, where she's like oh and and then my battle, my father went and battled this you know him while I ran away. Oh yeah. And then we have the face off between her and him later on. And. Jayla. Yeah, uh, oh, Jayla, is that right? Yeah, Jayla, and I think his name was like uh, Manus or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that sounds right. Um, but, like, they have this battle, and then she just teleports away and leaves him there on the planet. And it's like, I was like, man, that, you know, we didn't have this, you didn't, she didn't kill him, she didn't defeat him, but then it's like, but now... He's just stranded on this planet. Oh yeah, and it's just like, you know, he's he's just left there. And you I think know? it's okay. Like you know, and like, I'm like that was amazing. That wasn't really the main plot story, and it, and, I, and it was like, I don't know. If you try to make that too big of a thing, then like the next thing can't be too, enough right. of a big a thing or whatever. And, right. and the, we didn't make a like, we didn't make a huge deal about everything. Like it's, it, but it felt like a real threat. So yeah. like you think about things like you know Batman vs Superman or like Man of Steel and like Avengers and like all that kind of stuff. Whenever like entire cities are being destroyed here into darkness, into darkness, and you don't really feel like like there's that much of a threat, right? Like I don't know why you just don't feel like or you know, even Guardians of the Galaxy. I think about yeah. Guardians, they're about to destroy a planet. It doesn't yeah. feel like a huge threat, like. But this, like, for some reason, I felt like this was a, a big threat. Yeah, you, know, you like, legitimately were like, "Oh my gosh, we have to stop this." I think it's because they spent so much time on the front end, like destroying the Enterprise, right? And well, seeing how that happened, you're like, "They're about to do the same thing to this place." Well, and then also like the the big bad comes in super early and yeah. battles battles with the main characters super early, comes off as a as a as a major threat, and so like you you have this all of this time to live with this like terrible terrible bad guy mm-hmm. and it, or a good bad guy but a terrible terrible human being um you know and so like you have you have all this time for this to be set up as a threat and so whenever you actually are facing off in the end you feel that yeah. you know all of that time so yeah, yeah. want to rate this thing i think so what do you rate it man i rate this thing about an 8.5 dude that's exactly what i was gonna rate it 8.5 for me as well boom I did not expect that. I did not I expect either. to go in wanting to rate it an 8.5. Neither, I expected dude. it to be like a 6. And the thing was, I was almost like dreading. I was like, because oh, Dee didn't go see it. And so like, we're going to go see it again, you know, for yeah. her to watch it. I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to go watch that movie again. <laughs> and But now I'm like, yeah, I yeah. want to wanna watch this movie again. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was a lot of fun, dude. So I, uh, yeah. Go see it. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Jason Bourne. Super pumped about that one. Really excited about that. Um, I watched that one and suck. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> oh man! Like we were not pumped let's, for this one. It's amazing, and that we we're super hope for that. not. So at the, ve- the 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 one thing that Jason Bourne has to do to get me, Chris, yeah, an amazing car chase. Oh, okay. You gotta have you gotta have three things to make a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. Number one, you gotta have a really really good hand to hand combat scene. That's right. Okay. Number two, a really really good car chase. That's right. Number three, him surprising someone and being somewhere or saying something that someone doesn't expect. I like it. Chris, and you check all three of those boxes for me. It's Jason Bourne. Hey, that's 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 my ideal Jason Bourne movie. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm super super proud for that. Dude, I hope somebody hires us at some point to write a Jason Bourne movie, and we come into we, the pitch like, meeting. All right, guys, you gotta have three things. We're gonna we're gonna do three things in this movie. <laughs> check all those boxes. We're good. Can you can you? Am I peeking right there? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. No. Anyway. Well, the audio is weird we apologize that's it for this week you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on twitter at chriswright250 and johnwright777 and at stayintargetpod always online stayintargetpodcast.com please find us on your podcast service of choice review us uh, subscribe to us all that good stuff that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay on target <laughs>